it always throws me off oh and the camera's right there i screwed that up like four times in the last interview i did you'll notice when gg actually comes out tomorrow yeah but this will come out far after that yeah just go and watch my interview with gg right but i i did not look at the camera for the first 10 minutes properly (laughs) i think you're telling me too because i was going to look down there don't worry because she said the same thing after the interview and uh, see i'm still learning how to do these Mm in-person interviews i don't even know how to start them properly usually i'll just sort of jump in and be like hello friends welcome back to love wrestling see see what i did there it's nice to see you again hopefully you're tuning in and if you're tuning in for the first time feel free to give us a like a share a follow smash that subscribe button as as the youths are saying i believe i always feel like such a douche starting these you know it keeps you keeps you younger though it's why i try and introduce my guests as quickly as possible (laughs) ty jackson of the rads joining me i hate the phrase but like really one of the breakout guys i think in western canada not just last year but like upcoming year there's some cool stuff already in the works for you there's some cool stuff that uh we're going to chat about from the past year and everything in between but first and foremost man thanks for being here how are you doing thank you for having me no i'm doing well uh good this is my first in-person interview that like wasn't that's still like recorded and stuff so i'm very excited it's a new format for me this is actually only my third in-person on video interview because when i was first doing them i only did audio because i've got a face for radio (laughs) and then i started doing them in the pandemic obviously over zoom as everybody was and i sort of figured i've got this i've got this luxurious backdrop of course the vote garvey we're good to go the lpw brain buster brew some show posters oh wow just got this nice little pikachu too that's the most nice little space yeah i know you're a pokemon guy too oh we'll dive in yes well we'll dive in I wouldn't say I'm a Pokemon guy, but I know enough to. You know enough to carry a conversation. It's like roasted, it, yeah. it's like me and soccer. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's start her off because I did, of course, solicit some fan questions here, and one of them is a very just good opening introductory question. Thaddeus Archer the third, handsome individual. Uh, who are some wrestlers that inspire you, whether now or got or uh, getting into professional wrestling as a whole? Oh gosh! So every time I answer this question, people like laugh at me because um, they're like. You know, my, every wrestler that I choose is like from the 2010s because that's when I like recall wrestling the most. So yeah, um, for me, it had to be guys like CM Punk, guys like Jeff Hardy, um, who were like different. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, John Cena, obviously. You know, I was I was a big John Cena hater when I was younger, but like now I can appreciate. Everybody how comes around on Cena. Everybody comes yeah. around. Um, even like DX too. Like I, I say, like. I was a big fan of them, but like I only caught their last kind of run in like 2009, 2010. Like the reunion run? Yeah, the reunion run. But they, I thought it was super solid and I really enjoyed their stuff. I always liked the wrestlers that were like different and did like stuff that captivated me. So um, even if it wasn't like the most standard looking wrestler, you know, it was just like something that caught my eye. Something that stood out, not yeah. your proverbial like come through the curtain, come on yeah, sort of exactly. guy. Hey? Yeah. Well, and, and that transitions nicely into your first run as a baby face. No, <laughs> exactly. That was exactly it. Yeah. I was talking to somebody the other day and like, yeah, that's, that was my exact, that's how I did it. It was just come on. And it's like, it's weird because like you want to do something different, but you're so like naive and so new to it that it's just the instinct. And I feel like all wrestlers have that instinct of like, come on, let's go. Um, you kind of have to work on moving away from that. So it's been kind of fun because now obviously things have, like it's a weird way to put it almost come full circle twice because you were a baby face for the longest time way too long and then you were a heel for the longest time yeah. so at least with love pro wrestling it's been kind of cool at least personally you know 
albeit the shorter baby face yes, run. Yes. But it was cool to see you go back to that because you can see obviously your growth over the last few years. Mm-hmm. But it was cool to see you sort of, I guess, go back to your roots, yeah. so to speak, yeah. because obviously stuff's available online, going back and watching that and my mm-hmm. obscene amounts of prep for this interview. <laughs> yeah. um, it was cool to watch sort of, sort of, sort of, Wow. How do you feel you've grown as far as that goes? Oh man, a hundred percent. Like it's a complete 180 change. Um, I think going into this little mini face run that I did at LPW, I was like being a heel before that really helped um kind of figure that out because really like to be a good baby face, you need to know like what a heel wants, right? And to mm-hmm. be a good heel, you need to know what a baby face wants. So being able to do the heel character and then come back to being a face was like a complete 180. Cause now I'm like, okay, now I can do things differently. I'm not just doing the come on and hooray and all that stuff. Um, it's doing that little nuanced things and stuff like that. So yeah, it was a really interesting run and it was exciting. Um, playing basically two different characters in, within the same area. It was fun. You got a lot of booze with that heel turn. It was yeah. real, real fun too. Yeah. I was, really like that. And it's funny too, because like it's it was unexpected, but it was also like I like we thought he changed, you know? Yeah. Some people thought that maybe I went the other side and I'm like, psych, I got you. I'm still with my boys, you know what I mean? Call um, the ambulance, but not for me. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So um as much as it was heartbreaking, it was it was really fun to do that and, and kind of join back with the boys at LPW. So So like well, obviously, we'll tear her back. But yeah. when we first approached you, because you came in a little bit later, you were aligned with the Rads by that point mm-hmm. elsewhere. Yeah. Um, what were your thoughts? How did you feel with it? Because we wanted to work together, but with mm-hmm. the whole story definitely being different than you were working with elsewhere. Yeah. What what uh, what was your initial reaction? It was interesting. Um, I'm not going to lie. There was a little bit of fear and nervousness only because, um, I mean, this era of wrestling we're in, especially in Alberta, where we're doing multiple different promotions in the same city and stuff is so new. Yeah. So having to navigate your character within that is like very, very tough. So I was just nervous. I was like, oh my gosh, are they just going to like boo me? You know, I won't be able to pull this off. <laughs> um, but surprisingly, like my match against Jack Pride, like, you know, they, they, they cheered and I was like, oh, this is, this is interesting. Um, and you can see that, like, you know, with different promotions tapping into completely different markets. So uh, I think it was after that first match, I was like, okay, I'm cool with this. Um, but leading up to it was a little nerve wracking. Um, well, I wanted to ask you about that one. And then actually the one that tides me over well is yeah. I wanted to ask you about pride. And then I got one from Zach. Uh, are you okay after taking that, uh, the knees from Bobby on that swanton? <laughs> what a great visual. <laughs> I'm glad they captured that photo. You like were an accordion. Yeah. <laughs> I have this issue where like uh, my spine doesn't uh, stay straight. Um, and I just managed well, especially to not there the weirdest bumps ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's happened like on multiple occasions where people thought I've died and I'm like, Oh no, it's just my weird back. Um, but yeah, no, it was, that was an interesting one. Um, because I was staring there, staring at Bobby and I'm like, Oh, he's a, uh, he's a little far. Eh. And I just kind of went for Not it. Not much I can do about yeah, it now. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, uh, it got a great visual out of it. So, you know, that's all that matters, but yeah, my spine's okay. Thanks for asking Zach. Good. Yeah. I, I think all of us were curious. Zach <laughs> was just the one to finally break the ice yeah, on her. Yeah. How was it wrestling Bobby Sharp? Oh, it was great. That was my first opportunity getting to like work with him in any capacity. Yeah, same here. Um, look, when I first broke in, Bobby was around, but I think he was in PWA at the time. Um, yeah, because he sort of went back and forth for a bit. Yes, yeah. And uh I remember going to PWA shows and watching him and, and particularly the one where he was uh he was dressed up like as a girl. Miss Lola Lodge. Yes. yes. Oh, do I ever? I talked to, talk to Bobby about it like uh, a couple months ago when I saw him and I was like, that was like, 
I was so entertained by that match. I'm like, I, I want to wrestle Bobby. And then, um, you know, I thought it wasn't going to happen because, you know, of his injuries and stuff. But yeah. um, I was really grateful to have that match. And he's super solid, very nice guy. And it was it was so easy to work with him. So yeah. I feel like, you know, that being the first time you'd work together, even though you guys are very stylistically, I think, the same. You mentioned Lola Lodge right off the mm -hmm. bat. And one thing I wanted to ask you is, like, you're a guy who is very well-rounded as far as that goes. Yeah. You're a great pro wrestler. And then you can do the, the silly stuff, the Tales from the Undercard <laughs> yeah. stuff. Shout out to Rich as well. Too. Yes. You can never say it without giving exactly. the copyright. right. That's just yeah. doing right he by the OG. That, no, that's and that's just doing right by the OG. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. I know it's yeah. it's a collaborative <laughs> effort. Exactly. Yeah. I got yeah. you, Rich. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, but is that something you consciously pushed for, or how did that sort of develop? Where where you did expand into, I guess, being the wrestler you did be. Mm -hmm. How gen how general of a question was that? Oh I yeah, <laughs> I got what you're trying to say. Um, honestly, I didn't envision myself being like doing the comedic stuff at first. Um, I was a fan of it. Um, I thought it was different. I thought it was fun, and I, I think there's a place for it in the card because it can really break up sometimes these long wrestling cards and then these long nights. So, um, but like it really just started with me and Rich just like enjoying doing stupid stuff and seeing what we can get away with. Yeah. Um, and over the past year, we did so many things that like, I'd always tell Rich, it was like TV stuff where like, you know, getting thrown into like cake or like doing like twin <laughs> magic or, you know, faking like an injury angle and coming out with like a crutch and, and like, why not to wrestle? Like all these things that like you'd see on TV, we were able to do it. And, um, it just made us have more fun. And I think once we had more fun, it kind of translated. So, um, we kind of pride ourselves now on trying to, to separate and, and do something different because there's so many good pro wrestlers in this um province that like sometimes i'm like man i can't compete with these guys these guys are going like 100 miles an hour so what can we do to be a little bit different um and still you know and still pull out the wrestling when we need to pull it out you know <laughs> not let people forget that we can actually go but yeah love it when uh when rich approached you or at least i'm assuming maybe we can take it even back a little bit further but uh when rich approached you is my assumption mm. to uh start with tales from the undercard mm. it's your initial reaction so it was funny because tail so rich was doing like a little prelude to tales on his own because he wanted to kind of do different promo things and if you, if you go back and watch the tail stuff he was like doing stuff like he had like an evil protein powder uh thing yeah. that he was talking to and it was like possessing him and stuff so he kind of got into it earlier um and then me and rich had a match against uh fandango and mars a specialist and that was that your first tag match together yes holy yeah. cow that was our first tag match together yeah um and it happened circumstantial uh, dango was hurt the night before and, and uh was able to card subject to change brother yes, brother 100%. <laughs> um, but i was happy it was rich and somebody who i was friends with and close to that i was like okay we'll be fine um, yeah even though we never tagged before and then that was the night we started doing the tail stuff and it really just came from us filming a promo and then just the outtakes being absolutely ridiculous and funny that we were like let's just like make this the thing you know almost like, make it the outtake show exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> very loose as we call it and i'm sure you've heard this term going around a lot once or twice yeah yeah it's we pride ourselves on it being loose and it being very um disorganized sometimes so yeah that's kind of how it started really and then we just realized that it was fun and nobody was watching it but like we were like well that's not true thoughts. anymore yes, either too. maybe now yeah but i see the tweets with the 100 view club yeah, exactly. i got them. rich is on that stuff yeah but, uh, <laughs> it was more so just for our own entertainment and enjoyment and then it became something more than we were expected it to be so do you have a personal favorite episode oh gosh this I'll, uh, top three i won't limit you that just takes that's too much of a pain in the ass okay um i'll, I'll put that dango episode first because that was like the first one um oh, there was one where we went to saskatchewan and we were hunting for lizards. lizard people yes the lizard people that was really fun um and we spent we filmed that over like three or four days um 
And then the one I think we did, Rad's Giving, was really fun. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of fun. So I think those are my top three, but I enjoy them all. The greatest hits, so to speak. Yeah. This has been your real, well, I guess 2023, 2022 this yeah. year has really been your first year traveling, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. How's that been for you? Oh, Wonderful, the obvious answer, but yeah. like getting out to new promotions, getting out to new provinces. What's 100%. the experience been like? It's It's been super cool going out and doing different things and, and, and meeting like super cool people who are like, really like-minded um i think 2022 in general was just a complete different year for me it was like the year where i decided to like really step up and, and do a lot of different things mm-hmm. um but just like just to travel and and going to other places and meeting new people and, and talking and networking with people is like something that's like part of the business that a lot of us might get shy to especially me who like a little bit more introverted mm-hmm. um you know it, it's a little tough to kind of go out and meet new people but like once you break out of that shell it's like so many new things and opportunities come up and i'm just very grateful for kind of everybody who's giving me that chance so yeah well and if i'm correct here uh you know you can fact check judge ben omen himself yeah. but when him and i were chatting like those car rides getting out to bew other provinces other promotions like that was sort of the genesis i suppose of the rads right yeah that's how it started yeah back at mpw we were like we were, like I said, we were all like-minded in the way that we wanted to go about wrestling. Um, and we, we just gravitated towards each other. And, you know, you, you do those car rides and they, sometimes they get long and sometimes, you know, that's when your personality shows. And then you really start to meet the people and you start to um, gel with them and see how they are. And, and that's how it started for the rides, really. It was just, it was a friendship before it ever became um, anything official on a card or anything. Just, yeah. Um, and particularly like this this past summer when me and Rich went to to Winnipeg, that was like, I think Rich was legit wanted me to die after that because he got to see he got to see the true TY sleep deprived and annoying somewhere in between hours six and fifteen yes. Regina and Winnipeg yeah, that's right. that's the sweet spot yeah where I started going uh, <laughs> on my tangents about uh, you know how we're supposed to. I'll save it, but we just had really stupid conversations. So that's how it really started. We've got lots of time if you want to get off on tangents. If there's a point that you need to make in public to Rich. I just think it will piss his Rich off so much that he wants it to die. So I'm not going to tell you off. (laughs) I'll I'll ask him about it when he's here. I should say if he's here now, but we'll we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Um, Is there anywhere that you're wanting to specifically head out to? I know that Rich and the Rads brought up BC. Um, Yeah, probably BC. Um, Definitely Ontario. I'm from Ontario originally, so that's I definitely want to go back there. I didn't know you were originally from there. I thought it was just a uh, I thought it was just a billing. Oh yeah, no, officially from there. I lived there for the first seven, eight years of my life. Um, Very cool. Yeah, so I grew up my majority of my life here, but um, you know I still want to go back and and see where it's done. And there's so many like cool people there, and and like Mark Wheeler is one that I I got to talk to at when he brought him in for LPW, and um, you know chatting about him about the scene there in Ontario and stuff like that was super cool. So. there's just so many cool things going on in Canada right now that it's like, man, I just want to go everywhere. You know? Why do you think that is? Because at least as an outside guy, quote unquote, mm-hmm. non-wrestler, I guess, like you just look at the talent and I really think that there's a whole new level of drive. Maybe I, I think post-pandemic gets pretty cliche. You saw how hard people were working, whether it's yeah. getting on the socials, anything in between throughout it. But like, why do you think that, you know, 2022 it was such a big and 2023 is going to be mm-hmm. uh, such a big year for Canadian wrestling? I think my theory is, at least this is me personally, during the pandemic, it was like, oh, like this stuff could really end mm-hmm. at any moment, you know? So I think a lot of people really took a, a chance to maximize opportunities because you never know, right? Yeah. What could happen and stuff like that. Um, so I think, it, yeah, people just really started to, at least me, I really started to think about, like, okay, like 
I really got to go out and do stuff because you never know how much time you have. You never how know how much uh, the window of opportunity is. So you might as well kind of seize it. And then that just kind of snowballs where you just keep going and keep going. And then you realize you're the snowball. You're knee deep, your neck deep, yeah. your head deep. Yeah. You're just deep. Yeah. You're just deep. <laughs> fully deep. Yeah. Just can't get out. Yeah. It's suffocating. But yeah. Well, and like we were talking, I guess when we were doing the little pre introductory recorded ramble. Yeah. Um, you did get a lot of opportunities last year, and you really seized those opportunities. I think you mentioned Dango earlier. Obviously, maybe the circumstance changed a little bit. What was it like for you? I know you've talked about Johnny Nitro, Johnny Morrison, yeah. Johnny Elite, Johnny yeah. whatever. Uh, being a hero of yours, being a dream match of yours yeah. before, what was it like getting in the ring with a guy like oh, that? Oh, man, it was super surreal. And I don't think it was more so the match that was, because I thought it was a great match, but I think it was how good of a human being he was. Yeah. Um, you know, you hear stories about guys coming down to the Indies, and then they might, you know, not be as as receptive, or, you know, they say- Nose is a little in the air for lack of a better way to put they it try to say you know you did say you hear the saying never meet your heroes and stuff but i'm like with him like i'd meet him any day of the week like he was like super nice like and i think we were just like chatting like shit as they say um and just like having fun and and, and he was showing us like different moves in the back and stuff and we were just having conversations about different things he was showing rich had a drip stick in the bathroom it was just like i think i saw a clip on that yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was just like he was such a, a sweet human being um but the match itself was like surreal and like the atmosphere that night was like you know something that like going back and think about myself like seven eight year nine year old ahmed ty uh, uh, uh he would be elated watching and being in the ring with john morrison more in specific as well my sister called me because she came to that show and she called me and she was like hey like remember when you were like nine years old and you were in the basement like pretending to do the starship pain onto me and i would just keep moving and you just keep hitting yourself and i'm like it was just a distant memory and like you know Fast forward all these years now, I get to be in the room with him was insane. So first and yeah. foremost, before I transition, that's pretty like ballsy to be trying to hit the starship pain. That ain't that ain't just your regular old like oh, yeah, yeah. Swanton, even Swanton's a lot, but like yeah. in comparison, geez, man. Yeah, and like that's why my neck is probably so loose. And I'm just like, I was gonna say, did the back issues come before or do you do this because you don't have it a was back? Definitely pre yes. pre wrestling that's back issues. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like it was a great, it was a great match and a great opportunity. And I was super grateful for that happening. And yeah. I know it's always awkward to put yourself over. And mm. I think that's a sentence I've, see, I just looked at this camera. Yes. It's this camera. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I know it's always awkward to put yourself over, but like, hell, that's what interviews are for. Mm. Um, why do you think that over the last year, you've really earned those opportunities? Oh gosh. Yeah, it is hard to put myself over. I, I just think that like I leaving monster pro i really like wanted to like go all in because when i was there um as great as it was like i would see like so many cool things happening here and i'm like man like there's so many cool people and great wrestlers that are here that i want to be in the ring with so like <laughs> if i want to keep up i really have to like grind and mm -hmm. do as much as i can so i just think i i went out of my way to really um improve myself on the training work on the character stuff be open-minded and i think that's that's what helped a lot too so um, I just think, yeah, working as hard as I can. As, as cliche answer as it is, um, it's it's literally all I did, just trying to grind it out. And, um, you know, anytime I was given an opportunity, how small it was, I tried to seize it. And I think that's what leads to bigger opportunities and stuff like that. So, What are some opportunities you're hoping for in the new year, whether travel, opponents, uh, whatever it may be? I'm not going to put words in your mouth. Yeah, no, travel is definitely one. Um, I try, I'm trying to check off all those boxes in Canada and different promotions and stuff, especially BC. Um, you see what they're doing down there with NEW, um, Russell Core, boom, like it's it's insane. And you can see all those guys migrating to the States and now they're doing AEW and all these things. So it seems like that 
that's the next logical it's getting route. pretty cool that you're almost getting like a bit of a circular loop throughout yeah. the pacific northwest 100%. now hey too because yeah. like even oregon's doing the same i'm seeing oregon pro doing a lot of good stuff yeah. down there too exactly yeah so it's, it's a neat time 100 yeah just getting out there traveling and and you know doing as much as i can and um you know any like i said anytime i get an opportunity to do as best as i can so yeah Let's take her back to the beginning. And I have to ask, it's going to be the hard-hitting scoop of okay. the uh, of the interview. Okay, what is it? Okay, why T-Y rather than just Ty or something that's otherwise? Funny. Well, I think more people have called me Ty. <laughs> and that's what I was going to say. Let's get these cleared <laughs> okay. up. So, so T-Y, so Ty was, okay. Initially, the promoter that I, I broke into the business with told me that a great name would be Tyrone. Okay. Now, take that as you may. That was that's what I was given. Now I was always a fan of like the the initials because I thought it gave kind of a little bit of like a vagueness to it. And okay. And like you know different interpretation to it. CM so, Punk, like CM AJ, all these names. So um, I wanted to do the the TY. So I took the TY out of the the Tyrone part, and then the Jackson I I stuck in because I was a huge fan of Michael Jackson growing up. Whether Aside from all the stuff in wrestling and yes. music, you sometimes have to try and separate art from the person that it's was hard. behind it. Yeah, it's hard. Yep. Um, but <laughs> I'm a huge fan of his music, so um, that's why I felt Jacks, and I, I felt like it flowed well. But really, there's like it's not as deep as like most people think it is. I was like, okay, I'll just do this. It sounds kind of cool. And yeah, that's I'm still going to advertise this as the the hard hitting scoop from the yeah. interview. Like they're going to Michael Jackson fan is that what it is? They got a clickbait. The oh, shocking okay. meaning behind yeah. the shocking meaning. Yes, yeah. you won't believe what yeah. Ty said. Yeah, I've had people say thank you. I had people say um, different. Like yeah, so there's different. Whatever you want to call me, you can you can call me that. Just don't call me an asshole. Yes, that's fun. <laughs> or tie. <laughs> Or Ty. Yeah. My goodness. I've heard it a couple of times at shows before. And mm -hmm. it's kind of funny once you start to obviously get to know the people behind yeah. the wrestler. Yeah. Immediately, like you see five people in the crowd. What's he gonna do? Wow. Well, I, <laughs> I go somewhere new and they're like, hey, what's your ring name? I'm like, okay, so T period. It's just what? gonna say you're right it out on the yeah. you write it out on the cue cards yeah, for exactly. Yeah. Um, and even then sometimes people say ty i'm like oh, at this point i'll just go by it as long as they're trying their best and having fun at the exactly. end of the day right yeah, exactly what's your training experience like initially and what's your training experience like now how do you feel they differ oh like 100 percent i think um mpw's training was more the, the basics were really good um they taught us the basics really well but once it kind of moved past that it was a little tough to kind of um learn stuff i credit kato to a lot of the stuff that i learned um, because he was like literally trading me every single day I was there at MPW. Um, but once I left there and I went to join over top talent wrestling, like being able to learn from guys like Harlan Abbott, um, MRB, um, yeah. was like such a privilege. And those are two guys too. Like when I was leaving, I was like, I want to get matches with those two guys. Cause I think they're two of the best in this province. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was able to do it within like four or five months of, of leaving there. So, um, but it's just, it was a completely different experience. And I, I definitely learned um, not just like wrestling things, but stuff to, to do outside of the ring, how to carry yourself, how to conduct yourself and stuff like that. So I credit that a lot to the top talent and to MRB and to, to Harlan for really helping me on that aspect and um, continuing to help me out to this day as well. Um, I, those guys I can reach out to anytime and they'll always give me the time of day, which is very appreciated. So, yeah. Love to hear it, man. When you first got told you were wrestling your first match, mm. how long was it after you started? Uh, two weeks. What? Yeah. Yeah, I did the the Ripper Royal, which was horrible. So I, 
Every time I think about that match, is that the one with the dildo me, in it? Uh, yeah. Okay. That almost happened. Yeah. The key is to when the dildo comes is to get out. That's <laughs> um, There's no strategy. Yeah, yeah. Get out of the effing way. Yeah, yeah. I remember our last Super Royal that we did. It was like us and the like it was me and the rest of the Rads, and we were like, okay, how can we get out of here as soon as possible? And then once you see like the weapons come out and like the sharp objects, I'm like, get me out. Peter and out. out. We're all just like rambling over the ropes. Um, that was like the first match I did, but officially it was about a month after. So really fast. It was really accelerated. Um, and luckily it was like a tag match and there was a few people there to, to help me out. But yeah, um, it was really quick and really nerve wracking, but I don't think I was ready. I don't think anybody's ready. Nobody's time. really ready for their first of anything. You know what yes, I mean? Yeah. Like by no means is ring announcing a comparison, but like yeah. Frick, I think you were even there on the first show I ring announced. Yeah, and I was shitting Rex. Yeah. yeah, and it's I think it any didn't call you tie though. Yes. You had that over everybody else. Um but I think it's like any- That's for you to say, not me. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like any form of entertainment though, like the first time you're doing it is is tough. But like um, which is not now I'm happier to see like all the training schools here in Edmonton, like giving people a little bit more training before they get into the ring. It's so silly to say, but like yeah. great fundamental training is fundamental. Mm-hmm. Like you, 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 you just, you have to have it. Especially, especially in a business where safety is like number one. Right. Um, so not even just safety for yourself. Safety for others yes, is almost the bigger thing. If you general. do something dumb and you hurt yourself, that's, on you. that's yeah, just a exactly. shitty receipt to have yeah. to get some. And especially me too. I can do something dumb and I'll be fine. You know, I'll land on my head and I'll just get up right away. But uh, I don't can't say the same about my opponents. So I don't want to put them in that position. Man, we should <laughs> just get a chiropractic sponsor for this podcast specifically oh, for you. Just send you a couple. I want to get times. a compilation of all the times I fell on my head and like just put that out and be like, you can do anything. You know, <laughs> as long as you. As long as you break your neck doing the start your pain as a kid. Just do your neck bridges for the next few years of your life and hopefully you'll be okay. Exactly. Yeah. After that. Yeah. Um, When did you and the Rads first start to decide that you wanted to officially like work together as a group? I think it started kind of maybe when we were still with MPW because we were doing stuff with BEW and we were like pitching the idea of like, hey, let's try to see this faction. It'll work. Um, And that never panned out. So I think. It really started happening once we were about to leave we, MPW. We were like, yo, now we have an opportunity to work with each other um, in a different capacity because we wrestled each other a million times. Um, I was going to say, because like Mitch and Larry were still feuding, if I remember right, Mitch when you Larry all feuding, made yeah. the decision to leave. Yeah, me and Rich were feuding too. Um, and so, yeah, we were all like, we just... Well, that's right, because you were provincial champ up until like pretty well you left, yeah. if I remember right. Yeah, I held that title for like over a year and I defended it twice. Thanks, COVID. Um you know but people always say just say you held it for a year hey know? man oh, o- yes. okada didn't defend it all that often That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> right um but yeah so me and rich refuting mitch and larry probably had the best feud in mpw i think and and the mitch had the best heel turn i think that was the first larry. time i was just gonna say that was the yeah. first time i ever in person saw garbage get thrown in a ring. yes yeah yeah so i remember that one vividly yeah i covered that one for the wind column sports network but yeah it feels like ages ago huh wind column ironically enough so so the interview that you and I first did yeah. uh, was the third last interview that I did with Win Column. Oh, wow. Uh, you were you were followed up with Duke the Dumpster Drossi. Oh, nice. Just so, you, just so you know. Okay. Um, and yeah. this is now going to be the third interview released. It's, again, this it's is, this is all coming it's full, circle. full circle. Simpatico, okay. I believe yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, so so going back to the question. So like, yeah, we were feeding with each other, like, consistently um and then yeah once we started doing more car rides together and really like appreciate and like we realized we all have the same type of like comedy and this same type of like uh like 
I guess, aspirations for wrestling. So like, why don't we try making this an action, you know? Um, and that's when we first started talking about it. And I think LPW is really when like the first idea started coming out. Um, albeit I wasn't there, but like knowing that it was happening, I was like, this is great, you know? Um, and then the stuff happened with me and Rich kind of just happened organically. Um, and then, yeah, so it just really happened. Like it was a slow, slow little burn. Um, but I'm glad it was built up the way it did. And it was, I'm glad that it's happening because I mean, very few times you get to have a faction with friends and actually, you know, get paid to wrestle with your friends is, is a dream, right? For most people. Well, and there aren't a lot, not just Alberta, but like at least throughout Canada and there are some, but there aren't a lot of like traveling factions. Mm -hmm. You'll get tag teams and you'll get individual wrestlers that go out and yeah. out and about, but like, it's very rare that you see a full group of four or five people all going out to the same shows, all being part of the same group still. Yeah. hundred percent. And that's, that gives credit all to like the promoters too, for, for giving a chance on us really to, to bring us all out. But like, even like when, you know, one or two of us isn't available, I think we've built the group up in a way where like, we can just kind of pluck two of us if i saw the video with yeah. mitch and the arctic yes exactly right <laughs> he was all on there um <laughs> right but yeah but like you see like me and rich tagging and rich and larry tagging in lpw i think rich is like the official tag specialist now even though he hates he used to hate tag wrestling i've heard him say yeah. that a couple of times yeah yeah and uh <laughs> it's it's like it's the funniest thing because it's like look how the world turned out you know you hate tag wrestling now all you do is tag wrestling um but yeah, what are your thoughts then? Like, you're a bit of a tag specialist. You're a very long run. Was it fifth or sixth longest running tag team champions of all time? Fifth, I think. We'll I'm going to say fifth. It might be sixth. Let's go with the fifth. fifth. Yeah. Worst case scenario, yeah, exactly. like we can we can bump it down in like a little tweet <laughs> yes, sent out at midnight exactly. if exactly. we have ever got a fact check that right. one. But uh, yeah, like, what are your thoughts on on working so often as a tag team guy, quote unquote? Yeah, it was. So like when I first, when me and Rich first started tagging, like even going back and watching the videos, you can see we tried to make a good point that we were in a tag team. The champions of friendship. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because we legit didn't want to be in a tag team. <laughs> like legit, like I was like, I don't want to say done with tag wrestling, but I had tagged with uh, Big Ben when I first got to MPW and then I started tagging with KB6. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, this is like, I have a chance to now do things alone. It's a clean break. Exactly. Yeah. Um, But, you know, now that I think because of how organic it is, I'm enjoying it. If it was forced, I think it would have been something where I'm like, uh, you know, this is, but like, cause it's so organic and it came naturally, um, you know, I'm enjoying it. And like, it's, it's been good. And like I said, like, you know, I have opportunities to wrestle as a tag, but I also do single stuff too. So I'm kind of like in that sweet spot where I can kind of do both, um, mm -hmm. and not kind of hate the tag wrestling, but it is really good on the body, you know? <laughs> Um, so i was listening yeah. i think it was an interview you did with goose where you're like sometimes the craziest stuff i have to take is a suplex yes like, exactly. that sounds comparatively Compared in wrestling to, yeah pretty okay yeah, as far as you're it falling goes. on your neck i keep bringing it back especially falling on your neck in your singles matches suplexes and tag matches are perfect yeah we're good to go so, we'll, yes. just, we'll just peter those down yes. take a big one every once exactly. in a while yeah Make, let let the kids know you can still do it exactly so yeah, to speak so, yeah. um like you said, though, and, and we've talked about a couple of times, like, you know, you work great as a group, but I think everybody brings something individually great, but nobody's here to hear me talk about the routes. What do you think everybody individually brings to the group? Oh, it's like, it's crazy. Like, we're all kind of different and similar in the same way. Um, like Mitch, Mitch and himself, I think he brings like a whole like different like background when it comes to his MMA and stuff. Um, so he has that in the bag, but he also like, he's a really funny guy and he can really like turn up and be completely goofy. So he kind of brings that, like that shoot submission style to wrestling, which is like very, very um, handy, especially when you have a group of idiots, you know, you need people to choke somebody <laughs> out. Um, Rich is 
surprisingly really technical. He's a really technical guy. Like I, I always, when I see him wrestle, I always think of like Kurt Angle or I think of uh, Eddie Guerrero or something. He's like very mm-hmm. technical with his stuff, and he really prides himself on that. Um, Larry, aside from like living in his car, um, <laughs> Larry, <laughs> um, Larry. <laughs> Sometimes it's the best joke, isn't it? It's like the best ongoing bit, and we're trying to get that in everything. I had um, this conversation when Pride was on here, but like the fact that we were able to build an entire match around like disappearance. Is Larry right? here? Yeah. <laughs> and Larry seems to be the best. And successfully pay it off, right? like the amount of bits. Uh, the amount of bits he's just been thrown into, yeah, and and fully committed to is just a full testament to that he guy. That guy, you know. the hardest time, and like never once has he ever been like, no, I don't want it. Like he just like is all in, even though we're roasting him about you know his housing situation, about him disappearing. I remember you know, the one you were doing, and I can't remember what the situation was, but you just see Larry in the back, literally just swiping right <laughs> on, Tinder. on Tinder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he has many names. He has Tinder swipe Terry. We call him uh, Bumbleback Barry. Hinge match Harry. He has very, he has a lot of different names. Um, but uh, I'm so sorry that this is being publicly revealed, but mostly I'm not. Yes, it's so funny. No, I love it. Um, I'm sure most people have heard us talk about him. I'm going to get Larry when we do this. I'll make sure I get him on last. Yeah, just so he can hear all of these. And Everybody's then, saying everything. And then again, yeah. back to the clickbait. Exactly. Lumberjack Larry shoots hard on Alberta wrestling. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, getting all angry. Um, <laughs> But Larry brings that energy. Like he's like the legit delight of the rants. I always say, like whenever like we might be having a bad day, Larry just comes in with that like cup of coffee of his, and he's just smiling, super elated about everything. He's like he legit like holds the group together. So I mean, even in the ring too, he's like he's very talented. I think he's really underrated. Um, did I go over everybody yet? Well, we can throw Judge Ben Omen into oh, there Judge if you ben, want yes, to. Uh, if you want to put, gonna, put over, he's going to kill me because I forgot him. Um, no, Judge Judge is like Ben. He's like the I would say he's the like even though he's our manager, he's like legit like the guy who who we go to for anything when it comes to Alberta wrestling. Like, um, there's times where I go to Ben for like ideas and stuff. There's even like wrestling ideas, and he's like such a great mind. I was just going to say, yeah, such a great mind for it, and, and like even when it comes to like acting and stuff too, just trying to be like a better performer. Like I always go to Ben because he's like the performer of the group. And dude, he can cut a promo. Dude, can he, he's uh, the best promo definitely in the group. And like the, uh, one of the best promos in Alberta, I think, because like, like I said, his background just in like the theater and the acting and stuff and translates so well to wrestling. And the commitment. Um, you talk about people who give a shit about pro wrestling, that yeah, dude gives ben. a shit about yeah. pro wrestling. Yeah, he's legit the backbone of the group. Um, And he's like, yeah, the guy too, I go for a lot of things, not even just in wrestling, but in life too. Um, and I can say a thing about most of the rads too, where I can just go to them about anything, even if it's not wrestling related. So, yeah, there's well, a plug for the group, even though I hate their guts, but there you go. I was just going to say, well, I might hate one of them a little bit more. <laughs> yes, I've got a question you. from, uh, judge Ben Omen himself. Oh, wonderful. Uh, can you do some magic? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> gosh, I hate you. You also asked, I'm sure you've seen me poking around. I've got like a deck of cards here. Somewhere. Uh, do you have a deck of cards? I do have a deck of cards. Oh gosh. Is that why the deck? Of- okay. Yeah, that's why I was on the counter. I forgot to put it in my pocket because I was worried about heating up the water for the tea. It oh. all, it all, it all spiraled. It okay. all spiraled. So you want to hear? You want to hear a little secret about this? Of course. I actually can't do magic <laughs> at all. Um, it was the, it was. I think it was the, the Radsmiths to Christmas. You can't open this. Oh yeah, go for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because it's sealed, and I don't know if I wanna. No, they're they're new cards. My other ones that I usually use, uh, they all have dog facts oh, on them. I shit oh, you not. 
Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> but I figured that if we needed them for visual purposes, yeah. all anybody would be looking at, rather than, of course, the magic, would be, what's that dog fact? Exactly. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Um, so a little background while I'm try- horribly attempting to open these cards up. Um, we did this Radsmith video, and uh, I brought a deck of cards because we were doing like a gift exchange. Yep. And then I just told everybody that I know how to do magic. And now it's like the ongoing bit in Tales where... And apparently I've met David Blaine on White Ave and he's taught me magic and I've been to his place. So we're trying to, my goal is to get David Blaine booked somehow, some way I'm going to figure out, even if it's like 10 years from now, I'm going to figure when he's old and he's like done and he's taking bookings. Have you ever looked on cameo for that sort of stuff? Because let me tell you, there's, there's a lot of good options on there. What I used to do is I'd find like, I hate the phrase, but like the B list, C list celebrities. Yeah. And I'd pay them like five or 10 bucks to roast my friends at the oh, start of nice. fantasy hockey season. Oh, if I could do that and get like, get it in tails or something. So if you can, oh, oh yeah, you can. Once you yeah. get it, you own it. Yeah. That's, wonderful. That's okay. I'm going to do a little, I don't know any card tricks, but I'm going to like try to shuffle this. So let's okay. see how this works out. Good luck. Um, this is T.Y. Jackson. This is a love pro wrestling exclusive. Yes. yes. All right. So perfect deck cut. Excellent. You can do more with a deck of cards than there I can. You know. That's all I can do. All right. And all righty. There you go. There you go, Ben. Thanks for exposing consider me. Outside. Consider me impressed. Because <laughs> let me tell you something. Yeah. I can't shuffle a deck of cards. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to turn my volume off. Yeah. I so, hope that's not anything important. Yeah. But that's that's yeah. it. And then screw you, Ben, for asking that question because he knows I don't have the method. <laughs> <laughs> I had to ask. Yeah. This is these these are the questions that the yeah. the fans wanted to know. Okay. That's what the fans wanted to the know. Fans, not you, fans. Oh, I wanted to know too. <laughs> okay. Do you think I wasn't intrigued as soon as Ben was like, "Can T.Y. do magic?" Yeah, I'd love to see that. Yeah, love to see that. I'm a big America's Got Talent. Fan. Oh yeah, it's great. It's a great show. Huge America's Got Talent. What are you watching yeah. right now? Uh, on Netflix, anything like that? Okay, I actually recently got into the Blacklist. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever watched it. It's really no. good, really good show. Um, it's like this crime, um, FBI thing, which is like a million shows about them. Um, what else am I watching? I started watching Wednesday. How is it? I haven't watched it I've yet. I've only seen like 15, 20 minutes of it, um, but I heard it's really good. So I'm, I'm watching more of that. And then I just like watch like Superstore and Brooklyn Nine-Nine on like like loop all the time. And I'm like, I want to watch something new, but I just like, oh, my controller just went to Superstore. It's a yeah. show, so I enjoy a lot. You scroll through everything and then you go back to Superstore. That's yes. got to get back on the rotation. I'm ripping through King of the Hill right oh, now. Oh, are you? Yeah, great show too. It's been great. Yeah. Boy, I'll tell you what. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. T.Y. Jackson, Yes. if people want to watch you mm-hmm. professionally wrestle here in the near future, yes. whether online, whether on the Twitter machine, mm-hmm. whether the, any of the social media machines, yes. where can they do so? How can they find you? Okay. I'm going to try not to mess this up. So they can find me on Instagram. It'll all be in the description too. Don't yes, worry. So if you, you do. Thank you. If you do, we'll be good to go there. Like completely <laughs> yeah. uh, it's on Instagram at T.Y. Jackson, periods between the T and Y. And then on Twitter is the same thing, but with just underscores. So T underscore Y underscore Jackson. You can find everything I'm doing there. Um, but yeah, love pro wrestling at the end of the month. 27. 27. There you go. 27. They say I said it in keys for, for anybody. Who wants I don't know it. if you saw. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I uploaded the Screes and Beasel match from uh, Appetite for Destruction or okay. Appetite for Wrestling. Sorry. Um, I uploaded that to YouTube, but I just like wrote Screes and Beasel match so I could start to send it off to everybody and all yeah. of that and hot cheap pop in the DMs. Yeah. Um, but I didn't recognize it on Facebook. Like it doesn't change the hyperlink if you've uploaded. Oh, so it was up there for like two days. Oh, that's the Screes and Beasel match. <laughs> 
Oh, I popped myself and then thought I I gotta change that. Exactly. That's I gotta true. change yeah, that. Yeah, I'm excited. I guess give me your thoughts because I don't know if you've been in the ring with any of the individuals. None. Yeah. That you were wrestling. None of them. Let's yeah. run them down. You're in there with Levi Knight. Yes, correct. Rose. Yeah. Michael Allen, Richard Clark. Yes. And Liza Hall. Yes. Thoughts, comments, concerns. Excitement. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's always cool to like wrestle with people that you that you've never been in the ring before and like a scramble match is unique because you can kind of tick off all those boxes in one kind of setting um but everybody there is like seems super talented um you know i've known michael and richard clark for a long time um levi knight i've met I, I any of the girls yet so i'm very excited to to have any matches with them um oh yeah i don't know if liza was on the card yes i don't think i was on that card yeah so yeah, I'm very excited to step in with them and see see what he can do. Um, hopefully, I'm not the the most hated man in the match, but I think I'll be. Yeah. <laughs> as long as I got Judge Ben in those disgusting shorts. Well, and... especially after you just picked up your first win over Son of Irish. Yes, yes, good old SOI. Yeah, he's uh, Son of Irish is like like I have a soft place in my heart for him because like when I started wrestling, um, back in like 2017, he was he was there and he was like such a young kid, but he was like super talented and very. He nice. still is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back then he was really young. Um, but being able to see what he's doing now and like being legit the most over baby face in this province is insane. Um, and I'm so excited for him to see where he goes. But yes, um, as soon as I got the rads behind me, I seemed to get a dub. So I guess I'm doing something right here, right? I tried to go it alone and then it didn't work out. So get the boys behind you. And like I said, Judge Ben and those dirty shorts of his that he has on. What was it? Was it Latarian Milton? It's <laughs> it's fun to do bad <laughs> things with your friends. Exactly. It's so fun <laughs> to do bad things. I just want to do hood rat stuff with my friends. Or something like that. Somebody yeah. sent that as like a reply in the uh, group chat the other day. Yeah. And it's always nice when you get like a callback pop. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I had forgotten entirely that that existed. Yeah. Yeah. So Real big one. Yeah. Real big one. Real big one. That'll be a good one. It'll be a good night for the Rads on January 27th yeah. at the Rec Room South Edmonton Con. If you want to come check out T.Y. Jackson in a Squeeze and Beasel match, if you want to check out the Rads defending their LPW Tag Team Championships against Para Lira, and if you want to check out Mitch Clark, the mean, magnificent, marvelous individual, accompanied all, of course, by Judge Ben Omen. That's right. Defending the LPW Challenge Championship against the aforementioned Son of Irish. Make sure you head to twitch.tv backslash lovewrestlingca because we are... Seize all these out. Yes, seize all these out. That's we how are. we say it, right? Yes, exactly. I'm getting better. Ben's going to be proud of me for that one. So happy. Heck now, yes. one last thing, though, before we go. Of course. I think you've earned this. Really? It's like, I just left you hanging. You should be tuned into Love Pro Wrestling <laughs> on Twitch. I'm going to hopefully, I'm just gonna, you're going to see an awkward camera cut. There. Yes, yes. What happened? Yeah, yeah. We can get like a camera cut of like, Hoochie <laughs> returned to his home planet and died. And Spencer and TY touched tips yes. as the rads do. Exactly. You should be tuned in on twitch.tv for the third attempt at this because we are sold out for the show itself. But make sure you either tune in, pick up your season tickets so that you're there for the rest of the year, or just pick up your event tickets for LPW12 event name to be announced. This one's coming out before the show. So I can't announce it yet. No, that's but we know the branding. It's, yes, we do. It's neat. It's solid. That's what you get. That's what you get when yeah. you drop by. Yeah. Get to find out cool things. Exactly. And I get to find out cool things about my guest on the show, T.Y. Jackson. Yeah. Thanks for coming over, man. Well, thank you for having me. It was me. great. I appreciate it. It's yeah. my pleasure. Yeah. I've got a box of chocolates. Yes, yes. <laughs> I've got a box of chocolates in the cabinet now. <laughs> Two great things ended up happening yes, out of this. Exactly. Hopefully three ended up happening. Hopefully you subscribed, liked, shared, smashed that button, whatever you got to do in order to continue to stay tuned to Love Wrestling, wherever videos are played, audio is listened to, or wherever awesome content is created by awesome people. 
for T.Y. Jackson. I've been Spencer Love. See you on the next one.